Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Porous Shoes. This is our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Shh. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy television show, Pretty Little Liars. You know it. You love it. And, and now, now we're going to talk, talk about it. it. This is episode three of Two Can Keep a Secret. And today we are going to be talking about... Season four <laughs> finale. Episode two, four season four and it's an exciting time for the show right now a lot happens in this season since we last talked the season three finale when there's a pig in the trunk but it turns out the pig actually morphs into detective wilden's dead body that's true. I think that we'll end up talking about kind of a lot of season four in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe we can backtrack to episode one, which is when we... It actually starts right after the last episode mm-hmm. of season three. Yeah, what happened? Though? Ends, which is when... So they all open the trunk mm-hmm. and we see their shocked faces. <gasps> and then... It's a pig. It's a pig. And, um... <laughs> And then Moan is their friend and she gets them coffees, the right coffees that they like. Which is really creepy. Because she she's just creepy. knows their coffee she's orders. Creepy. And then they swing by the old crime scene <laughs> to take a look see. And uh, turns out it's actually Detective Wilden is D E A D. Yeah, he uh, is lying on the ground. Dead. <laughs> a sheet that is covering him blows off of his f- dead face. And, and then the coroner, like, slowly puts it back on, like, so slowly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, even. So he's dead. And um, now there's a mystery. And they go to his funeral. Yeah. They go to his freaking funeral. They're dressed to the nines. Looking good, except Hannah's dress is bad. Mm, yeah. It looks like she tucked it into her underwear. <laughs> and just like at the bottom there. It's a yeah, it's color, white. But it's good. it's good at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Also, Hannah's wearing a wig. Okay, yeah. So Hannah's like Ashley Benson is wearing <laughs> a wig in this particular episode. I think because she had dyed her hair. But anyways, it's very, it's kind of obvious, which is fine. I mean, like people wear wigs, it's fine. But it's just like kind of weird the way they try and hide it. With, like, a beret and, like, a weird headband thing. <laughs> it's not very natural. It isn't very natural, you're right. Um, that's, that's, I guess that sums up the first episode of the season. <laughs> Hannah's wearing a wig. Hannah's wearing a wig. Wilden's dead. They go to a funeral. Well, there's a, oh, but also there's a new cop in town. And he's creepy. Professor Holborn. <laughs> detective Holbrook. Detective Hogwarts. Why would he be a professor if he's a detective? I don't know. I don't know. And in my mind, he is. Um, he's, he's creepy. <laughs> he knows the girls already. I think the reputation definitely precedes them. Obviously. Like, they're just... Everyone knows who they are. He probably knows their coffee orders, too. Oh my god, who doesn't? It's just in their file. Yeah, and then, like, throughout the season, Holbrook is, you know, detectiving. <laughs> and then, like, Ashley Marin, Hannah's mom, is, like, accused. She's accused. Well, actually, to back up a little bit, Spencer and Mona both get a, a text from A, mm. and... They went, during Wilden's funeral, they find Ashley Marin's cell phone oh, yeah. in Wilden's coffin. Mm-hmm. So it's quite clear that either A is trying to frame Ashley. That's right. Or that she's guilty as fuck. Which, is that even guilt, though? Because, I mean, 
he is such a piece of shit to her. I think it's only fair. It could fair. be definitely framed as self-defense because he's like, we all know the sordid history between them of him like sexing her and <laughs> their sex deal <laughs> their weird sex deal <laughs> everyone knows um well no not everyone knows that's Good, the definition no. of a secret <laughs> few people know the definition of a secret something that not everybody knows <laughs> so uh throughout the course of this season yeah um ashley goes to jail <laughs> i don't know why that's so funny it's funny because um, it's not funny. It's, it's fucking not funny. sucks. Honestly, I feel it's bad sad. because I really like Ashley and I don't want her to be in prison. But she actually deserves to go to jail because she hits a person with her car, mm-hmm. which you're not supposed to do. She steals money in the previous season from that old broad, takes out yeah. a loan. I know, but I still really like her and I don't want bad <laughs> things to happen to her. So whatever. And then the other thing we find out, this is other big fucking whoa 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 we think for a quick hot minute that ezra is a because at one point they go to his cabin i don't know why this happens honestly the scary stuff starts happening ezra is acting fucking whack more whack than usual which is something i know that's something whack spectrum but yeah it becomes exponential his Mm -hmm. whackness Mm -hmm. and so at one point they're at his cabin and they discover his secret lair Remember he's that? He's been fucking watching them. He's been watching. He's been documenting. He's been spying. Oh, and they also find his fucking apartment. He has he two has layers. A secret apartment in Ravenswood or whatever. Is that where it is? Or Philly, I don't know. Philly or Ravenswood, same place. <laughs> One of those places where they're always chilling. There's a couple really, really, really good episodes during this season, um, such as Ravenswood. Let's talk about Ravenswood for a little bit because. Can we? <laughs> Please, I'm asking to. A. <laughs> Caleb is a ghost. Caleb leaves in this season. It's sad. To right? deal with the fact that he's already dead. Like, he's like, am I dead? Questions that 16-year-olds have to deal with. <laughs> am I dead? An existential crisis. Um, mm-hmm. Like, literally, do I exist I don't know, I saw my face and name on a fucking gravestone. <laughs> so the girls go to Ravenswood. So a parrot comes back from... Ali's grandma's house and the parrot has a phone number. He knows the them. phone number. It's like beep 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 boop 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 beep beep. I don't know. It's like a beep beep. No, I can't That's the ring. That's I the know. Nokia no, ringtone. <laughs> but it's something like kind of like yes, yes. And then they're like, "What song is this?" And then eventually they're it's a great like, "Great song, great catchy. Love this tune." And then they're like, "Hold on a tick." You know, it sounds like that. Dialing a phone. Dialing a phone number over and over again. This must be a phone, phone number, number that I'll... Then they actually figure out actual numbers <laughs> to associate with the tones. I know. How do they do that? They're just so fucking smart, even though every theory they've ever had has been wrong. Then they trace it back to this, like, uh, sorority house, and that's sort of how they discover Mrs. <laughs> Grunt. You go ahead. <laughs> Grendel. This is Gr. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Yes. Grundwald. Oh my god. What are you trying to say? I don't know. Grunt. Really Grindelwald. I said Grindelwald the first time you watched it, which is the guy That's from Harry all Potter. I, can think about. I know. I was just thinking about him. 
Okay, okay, so anyways, so they find Mrs. Grundwald, which they're like the sorority. She's so she's like the mom, the mother of the house of the house of a sorority house. And the girls are like, Mrs. Grundwald. It's almost like she's psychic. She, she always is. knows when we're gonna sneak out. She's got the yeah. That's right. They all and they all also think that she's like a bitch. Like they're like she's fucking crazy. She had this like paddle. Did she hit them with it? <laughs> I think so, man. I think Why so. would you need? Okay, but it turns out she is actually psychic. She is. So why would she need she can to hit read them? The minds. She can. I don't know. I don't really Wouldn't, know how much of that story is true. But also, doesn't she have like a twin sister? It's like her what? evil twin sister. I'm pretty sure she has an evil twin. Mrs. Grundwald. Yes. I don't confirm remember Confirm or that. deny. <laughs> Listeners, confirm or deny. She has a fucking evil twin. Okay. So that happens. Ezra is a fucking weirdo and ends up knowing everything about them and is writing a book about them. What a fucking jerk. <laughs> Why? Why? This goes back to our first episode about how we were saying that, like, it's insane that he starts dating mm-hmm. Arya mm-hmm. because he already knows she's 16 and then he goes through, like, so much and shit. And he almost gets fired. He almost gets arrested and he gets punched all, in the face by Mike Montgomery. Story. It's all for the story. For people. no reason. It's for Could the have story. all been avoided. All through the season and, you know, up until the fourth season, there's been teasing is Allie actually alive? There's, yeah, I mean, the whispers have been going on for how long now? Like, just, there's been sightings, there's been this, she pulled them out of the fucking fire. She's in the Hannah hospital. saw her in the hospital. Spencer saw her one time also. Arya saw her that time when that woman who was sleeping with her dad, Meredith, poisons her. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. She fucking poisons her tea. I know. And then Allie is in her room. Allie comes and, like, saves her and, like, tells her that Meredith She's like, stop drinking that tea. It's She's poison. Like, you dumb bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> Allie's been kicking around a little bit. So they're in Ravenswood. Ravenswood. They're fancy dress. Is, it's the Founders Day Festival. Mm-hmm. They're wearing special fancy dress. Yes. Like period <laughs> pieces. They're all wearing corsets and hats and shit. Emily's wearing like a, what's it oh called? Like a zoot God. suit. Like a zoot suit. I love her. She looks weird. Anyways. But good. And um, Ravenswood is a haunted town where everyone's creepy. There I'm are dead. these two blonde twin girls in red coats that are Ooh. the fucking foreshadowing. Think about that for a second. Allie and Cece. Ooh, I know. It's like, oh, who's red coat? There's two fucking red coats. There's God. many, 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 many red coats. But those two girls, and Hannah's like, these twin girls are weird. Yeah, and as it turns out, out, that trips them out. They get trapped Ezra in... that mask? Ezra wears a creepy gas mask and like a World War II era army fatigue outfit. Not cool. He fucking stabs Spencer with like a fireplace poker. Unforgivable. And they're in this creepy haunted house and Emily, no, Hannah gets stuck in that old timey phone booth. And Ezra's all like, gas mask. Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And that night when they get back from Ravenswood, who do they see? Ezra. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wrong again. I'm it? pretty sure Ezra drives them home. <laughs> Who reveals herself to Allison? them? <laughs> yes. But then doesn't Ezra show up? And then she runs away. She's like, A is still out there. Ezra and drops them Ezra off. Shows up. He like arrives sans army uniform and like rescues them from himself and then drives them back and then they draw he drops them off at Spencer's house and then Allie comes out of nowhere. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. (laughs) And she says, she goes, shh, did you miss me? Is that all she says? (laughs) (laughs) I know you want to kiss me. (laughs) She doesn't say that. She's like, I know you want to kiss me. And they're like, "Mm." 
And then Ezra comes back and she just fucks off. No, but he does come back. He's yeah. like, Arya? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you left your phone. And then Allie's like spooked. Allie is like a, sp- a fucking horse in this, yeah. up, in this season. Agreed. She's like a frightened horse. Because at another time, there's an arrangement for Emily to meet up with Allie, brokered through Shauna. <laughs> Shanna Lana Ding Dong. Shanna. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird connections made in this season because it's like Shauna knows Jenna. Jenna knows Wilden. People know each other from a long time ago and it's very confusing as to how and this is like, it's really hard to, you know, untangle this web. Okay, so wait, are we talking about the boats episode 24 now? Yeah, sure. Okay. It opens. They're in New York. They've chased Allie to New York at this point. They're like, she might be alive. She's probably alive because we've like, seen her multiple times. Noel Khan is the one who like brings Allie to them. Yeah, so it opens their waiting and then Allie just like shows up. Whoa. Yeah, it's like the big, big reveal. That Allie is alive. And they're Good happy. Times. They're happy, they're confused, they're conflicted about the whole thing. Yeah, I think Hannah says something like, I don't know if I should hug you or hit you right now. Yes. Which is pretty accurate. And Allison's like, I could use a hug. She probably could. She's been going through some shit. Yeah, man. I agree. It's just confusing for them. Like, it's like they all kind of wanted Allie to be alive, but at the same time, like, Allie was such a bitch that they are all kind of like, maybe she's better off dead. But then why did they go to such great lengths? And um, they all have this theory that Jessica De Laurentiis is A. Because uh, during this season, Jessica moves back to her old house, despite the fact that she said she hates it and it reminds her too much of Allie. She recreates Allie's room for her. Emily briefly lives there for like five seconds. And the whole time, she acts like an insane, crazy, creepy She's person. so absolutely weird. Yes. It freaks out everyone around her out. Everyone is like this she's woman. She's like wide-eyed and weird <laughs> the whole time. She's just like, hello. <laughs> she's like a Stepford. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's like a robot. It's a great She came back like a robot. And she, it's just such a weird uh, idea of why they think that this woman who's like, you know, maybe like in her 40s or 50s is like jumping around like a fucking acrobat. It's really just not realistic, but is anything really realistic about it? They seem to do impossible shit. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe Jessica is going to shed her skin and be someone else underneath. Oh, my God. Like that scene in Family Guy where it's like, (laughs) she's like, I'm not a woman. I'm a horse. I'm not a horse. I'm a broom. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica's like, I'm not Jessica. I'm Mary Drake. I'm not Mary Drake. I'm Peter Hastings. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh my god, she's like a Matryoshka doll. Yeah, so like it's, here's, there's a lot of questions about like how Noel Khan is truly involved. What a guy. He has a lot of secrets. He has been involved. He's been the victim of the liar's plans before. He's mm. been, I think, complicit in the liar's he's, plans before. He's connected and we know, find out later because he gets fully beheaded by his own self, I think. <laughs> so that gives us a satisfying <laughs> like he's story. involved is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. He's involved. And like when he, when she comes, when Allie comes in the room, she says Noel Khan has secrets too and that makes you question like <laughs> mm-hmm. the fuck how involved is this guy and like it's it's also very confusing why Al- there's this weird rift between Allie and Spencer like I get the night that Allie went missing they got in a fight they were maybe not going to be friends anymore but since then Spencer has gone a long fucking way to like protect Allie find her 
figure things out, figure out who A is. Yeah. So why is there bad blood? I don't, that's a great point, and I don't fully understand it myself. I think that Spencer had really felt that she had earned the leadership position in the in the group, and maybe she's threatened by Allie coming back, although I don't know why group politics, like, when you're, when shit's, like, life and death, I yeah. don't see why being the Beyonce of your group is, like, an important... It's just not part of your girls life. Are clearly in high school. Um, and then the other thing that I've thought about for such a long time now, and I'm so happy to bring it up now, mm-hmm. is Jessica De Laurentiis. She moves back at the beginning of this season. Cece, meanwhile, living in Rosewood and owns that boutique or has works, that, at that boutique. works at that boutique. Yeah. Whatever. She's around. She's fucking kicking around. Jessica De Laurentiis never sees her. Never sees her until this episode, the last episode of the season when like she sees her at the police station and they hardly they hardly react to one another which if i'm not mistaken as we later find out they haven't seen each other since the night of allison's disappearance yeah i don't know how that's actually humanly possible in a town so small as rosewood right it makes no sense and like but like when you think about it now at the time you didn't know that cc was jessica's daughter so when you watched this episode for the first time you didn't know that it's a flashback and i think it happens later when she's telling her story isn't it Yes. Oh, okay, so you like, don't know that they actually have go. met before. Yes. Okay. And okay. like, so you don't know that that Cece is Jessica's daughter. Mm-hmm. So, but when you watch it this time, it actually is. There's some weird indication mm-hmm. of like a tension between them. They look at each other. Mm-hmm. Jessica gives a weird stare, but she always does. So maybe I don't know. It's like you kind of just think maybe that's nothing. Maybe that means nothing. That's true. That that look is way more meaningful now when you look back, for sure. And, and there's like a meetup happening at the fucking police station tonight. It's lit. Yes, this police station is the place to be because CC's there. Mm-hmm. They're all being questioned regarding combination of things. So did Wilden's death still is unsolved at this point. The girls are all missing. And the girls are all technically missing. So who's there? Veronica Hastings. Peter Hastings. Melissa Hastings. It's a fucking Hastings mashup C- tonight, boys. Cece Drake. Jessica De Laurentiis. They're all there. It's a tangled web. And Melissa, just doing her job at, with her role in the show, shows up at every fucked up time. Surprise! Like, here I with am. her fucking suitcase. Yeah. Rolls up. She does the um, same thing bye. every time. <laughs> you can't pick more inopportune times to show back up into town, does she? Like, and there's and like what a bad time. Brooke is questioning Cece, and I really like this when he's like <laughs> offers her coffee, and she says, "You're gonna need. You're, I'm gonna need more than coffee if you want me to tell you what happened." <laughs> it's like, what more? <laughs> like food, sexual favors, <laughs> maybe fine cheeses, <laughs> frankincense, myrrh, <laughs> taco. Like, what are we talking here? What does that mean more than coffee? Anyways. She's psycho, though. She's she crazy, so who fucking knows? And, like, okay, so, like, there's all these, there's so many flashbacks in this because Allison mm-hmm. tells a bunch of her story and she's, like, you know, Melissa, and Melissa finds out about me and Ian and, you know what I mean? Melissa? Allie and Ian, you mean? Yeah. Me and Ian. I was talking to in from Allie's perspective for some reason. Am I Allie? Oh my God. Are you A? Am I A? Okay, so Melissa says, I found out about Allie. Allie when and Ian when I went to Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when Allie finds out that Ian is taking vids in the NAT. And she finds out about the NAT club. There's also a great flashback. Okay, so Allie's kind of like, basically, she's telling all these stories. She's she's telling, okay, she's like telling the story from like her perspective of the night she went missing. She's finally revealing everything. Because she sees everyone that night. She sees Ian. She sees Ezra. She sees Toby. She says, she sees Wilden. She sees Byron. She sees Cece. She sees Melissa. She sees Garrett. Yeah. It's a fucking who's who. Who's who. (laughs) <laughs> okay um so yeah so so allison was going through all these stories and she's like talking about all the different theories she had of who a is and she kind of thought it was ian but like it wasn't really ian she kind of thought it was jenna she visits jenna at the school for the blind the school for the blind is an extremely windy place all the windows are open <laughs> it's so blowy in there <laughs> they open all the windows and they have the flowiest curtains the curtains are all like very gauzy and billowing in the wind <sighs> To add to the atmosphere for the blind people. I guess so. I guess. I guess it's because, you it's know, like, sensation. it's like in the movie, um, A Walk to Remember, when he says her love's like I the wind. I can't, can't see it, but I can <laughs> feel it. Yeah, so the wind is like a sensation that you get, which is nice. So the blind people can't see. They can feel. The love or the education that they're getting, but they can feel it. They can feel it, and it's in the shape of wind. <laughs> Um, they, yeah, so she sees Toby, like, Toby's the first one she sees, and then I guess that's when he gives, he gives her this, his sweater. They don't really recount that, like, no, what happens don't. between them, and we never really learn, do we? There's never, like, an actual no. flashback of what happens, is there? Maybe. And she sees Ezra, Ezra finds out that she's in high school. And, and he's mad. <laughs> what a parallel. <laughs> he's like, I'm so mad, I'm Ezra. And she, yeah, he's like, he's like, you said you were 21, but you're really in high school. And it's like, yeah, she's like really young. She's like so young. I think it's actually very interesting because I noticed today on the rewatch that there's so many interesting parallels between when Allie and Ezra first meet, which mm-hmm. we find out that they briefly date yes. and she is the inspiration for his book. Mm-hmm. And when Arya and Ezra meet, because they meet in the same bar. Is it the same bar? I think it Questionable, is. But I think it's the same bar. They said the bar near Hollis. I think it's meant I've, to be. I think it's the but same. it looks different. They talk about books. Mm-hmm. They talk about traveling. Yep. So She establishes a... herself as like older and worldly and well-traveled, which is exact same he falls Ezra's fucking stupid oh he's stupid and he's just like looking for trouble looking for trouble because as we discuss he's angry that he got caught he got catfished basically by like this young high school girl but then he does it again, again. he just does it again no, he doesn't he learn what the fuck no, this guy is what a loser! Just, what like, a fucking loser! When you look at him objectively, <laughs> you—it's it, like he's a terrible person. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, and like now, like the cops, like back to taking a little break from flashbacks. The cops are all like questioning the Hastings and trying to get info and like yep. putting them in separate rooms and not telling them. And there's that one cop that's like doing a good job. That one, there's this one cop that's just been in Rosewood. He's just doing good, solid police work yeah he's he's the only one that's doing his job he's like doing all the bat the groundwork you know yeah he's getting the warrants he's you know knocking on doors but how do they say oh good old-fashioned police work he has a lot of like empathy i feel because mm-hmm. he's the one who comes like when remember when hannah like they get the warrant to cert to get her a blood test as oh, they think yeah. and he's like the one who comes to the door he's like i just wanted to tell you mrs marion like they got the court order or whatever mm. and, like he's just like a nice guy and he's like what a cop should be yeah, which, like, all of the rest of the Rosewood They're PD could awful. 
stand to learn a thing or two from this guy. I wonder what his name is. Mr. Good Guy. Like, the other thing about the Ezra thing, seeing Ezra that night, he's just outside of the Hastings barn. Yeah. How does he fucking know where that is or why she would be there? Um... That's questionable. That's true, because it doesn't really seem like a planned meeting, but maybe she did invite him there, because as you said, on the night that Ali disappears, she had gotten an A text saying, tonight, I will kill you, soon you're gonna be nowhere, I think is something like that is what she leaves on her mirror. There's a couple threats. So she kind of starts on this path where she thinks, well, who are all the different people who could be A? I'll just confront them all tonight and try to deal with it, because this is the last night that I have. And I know, and like, Ali's telling this like heartbreaking story, everyone's crying, all the girls, tears streaming down their faces because it's like very emotional and she's telling the story of how she was fucking buried alive by her own mother. So up until now, Spencer has been having this very crushing sense of guilt and foreboding because she thinks she could have killed Allie. She thinks she could have Mm -hmm. been the one to uh, hit her and she thinks she might have hurt her. And finally her guilt is kind of like taken away a little bit because Allie says it wasn't you. Mm. But my mom knows who it is. Bum, bum. It's Cece. It's Cece. Spoiler alert, it's Cece. And I have a question about that because I feel like when Cece recounts this story of hitting Allison, she thinks she's Beth Bethany, hits her from behind, figure out, figures out it's Allie, and then Jessica buries her just being like, what have you done? And Cece is like crying in the corner and I feel like she's in A attire. She's like wearing all black, but we see her, there's another flashback where we see her in this, at this night, wearing the same outfit as Allison. So she's wearing that shirt. Allie's wearing that shirt. Bethany's wearing Bethany that shirt. Bethany Young is wearing that shirt. Why does everyone have this shirt? Who who got them this shirt? A. Maybe A, like... A did. That's, oh like, there was a goodness. note that Allie had before she put the shirt on, and it was like, this color will look good on you or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, my like God. I did not know that. This color would look great on you. So I guess they all got that note and that shirt. Yeah. It's a very particular group of people who got that. There's another weird flashback to go back to flashbacks for a little bit where Allie's talking about Toby because, oh no, this isn't even in this episode, but earlier on in the season, the whole mystery around how Toby's mom died. We see a flashback to when Allie and Toby are at his house They seem to be like very young teenagers and his mom is still alive and she's acting cuckoo. Yeah, meanwhile, she was supposed to be like dead a long time ago when they were kids, like a long time ago. That's a plot hole, my friends. I'd like to ask the writers about that. Yeah, because either they're like 10 in that and look 27 or or the timelines don't match up. But anyways... No matchy. That's another weird flashback. That I know. And then like back at the police station, <laughs> it's so funny because <laughs> Melissa is like, oh no, you think Spencer killed Bethany, but like really Melissa did. And she mm. tells, she tells Peter, you, she whispers yeah. to him. I mean, we don't hear it at the time, but she tells him. We yeah. find this out later. And the detective Holbrook knows that Peter Hastings had hired a private uh, investigator to f- investigate mm-hmm. Spencer during that summer following Allison's disappearance because Spencer was speeding uh-huh. at the time. Are you speeding? <laughs> Says Allison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she finds out that Spencer's on drugs because they are having that altercation the night before the night Allie's going missing. Yes. And then Spencer's drugs like in a in a little spat they're having just casually just like fall out of her person like <laughs> I don't know like she coughed them out of her mouth or like they just roll out like where do they come from she's wearing such a like 
put together outfit. There's no room for a pill bottle. <laughs> That's why they fall out. Yeah, they just no roll room. on out of her shirt, and it's just like, oh, everything is revealed. But Allie says she'll keep this secret. Spencer's a fucking wreck, dude. This girl she just fucking not doing well. Creepily walks away, just dragging her shovel behind her. Then Allie gets bonked on the fucking head with a rock. Her mom sees the whole thing, buries her alive, even though she's blinking and shit, and like obviously has a pulse. Even it's so fucked up to me because she um is blinking she's breathing she has a pulse she's not dead but her mom just goes ahead and fucking buries her anyway you check i think you should you would really want to check and make sure that somebody is really dead before you bury them alive i agree especially if it's your own child (laughs) i'm just and your other child is the one who fucking (laughs) did that to them yeah so then like late i guess later on melissa must have bonked Bethany and threw her in the hole that was left behind when Grundwald pulled Allison out of it. It's very complicated. This night could not be more jam-packed with action. Of oh my all God, I things, know, it's so crazy. <laughs> of all the things that happened in the show, this one night is obviously why things are fucked up. Because I know, ooh. oh my God. And like, Melissa's like telling, she's telling Peter about how she, like she's whispering to Peter that I think what she's saying is that she actually is the one that killed Bethany, not Spencer. And it's a very risky thing to start admitting people you killed in a police station yeah and it's like us earlier today when we were eating (laughs) and i was side story side story of real life where i was telling christina that, that i'm really interested in robbing a bank yeah and i started trying to convince christina that like robbing a bank would be a good idea and like christina you know saw the points for and against sure this and christina's boyfriend andrew after these guys these guys were sitting beside us and they left and when they left christina's boyfriend andrew said by the way those guys were cops (laughs) okay we didn't know but we went into full-fledged plan of robbing banks of not feeling guilty about it, insurance fraud. <laughs> Getting away with it, being happy for people who get away with it. <laughs> Moving away to a place with the non-extradition oh deal. We had we a now pretty it's fully fleshed out, it's and really they bad. were probably just like, these girls are nuts. They were cops, and They're anyways, but, too much pre- but we're still not wires. as stupid as Melissa because we weren't in a police station. And we they were, were not on duty. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> And then the lot, like the thing that happens that night is that Allison's just walking on the side of the road, same mm. night, same night, and who happens Picks upon her, her? Mona. Fucking Mona. And Mona is a Mona takes her to the Lostwoods Motel, which is where she has her lair currently. In the next room. And she kisses Allie on the forehead. <laughs> Flashback to Lucas and Hannah in the hospital. When you secretly love-hate somebody, what you want to do is when they're very, very vulnerable, kiss them on the forehead. (laughs) Oh my god, I know. It's like, I don't know you. Don't kiss me on the forehead. (laughs) It's less than like, I don't know you, but like, I fucking hate you and you've made my life a living fucking hell and you've made fun Mm -hmm. of me. And so Mona is a, Mona gets her way, A makes Allie disappear Mm -hmm. that night, effectively kills her. She goes into hiding as Vivian Darkbloom. Allie gives Mona tips on how to be hot. She she's all that's her. <laughs> Don't know why she doesn't already fucking know these things. But... She's like, get your hair cut, put on makeup, Don't get wear new clothes. <laughs> Don't wear knee socks. Rules. Write these down. Please. Eye contact lenses. <laughs> Write this shit that down. That is not game-changing no, advice. it's not. So, like, that's the way it, it all unfolds. It's a big reveal from Allison. She also reveals that she's the person who pushed Ian off the bell tower. Which harkens back to our discussion about 
crazy homeless person strength because Allie's been living on the streets. She turns yeah. out to be super, super strong. She's beast. She's really beast. Fucking beast mode. She pulled she did she did pull Hannah out of the fire mm-hmm. at the lodge, but somebody else rescued the rest of them out. The other girls. We don't know who that is yet. Do we ever know who that is? I can't remember. It must be Cece. Like she, I don't know. It's everyone's just really that unpredictable. Night is very confusing to me. And still. then they're like in this. They're so they're at this weird place in New York, and then the cops are onto them. They find Spencer's car. Oh shit! And then they fucking they fucking there's somebody out there, and then they like turn off the lights, but like. <laughs> Turn on a different light. Like another light comes on. It's like not right, but it's just like movie magic of some kind that Mm -hmm. works for some people, I guess. And then like someone shoots the window and shatters it. It's fucking A. It's fucking A. And uh, A chases them. Emily says, Allie, run. But just Allie, run. Everyone else stay put and get shot. Let's all run. Let's everybody run. Everybody run. This person has a gun. Everybody go. fucking around, dude. (laughs) And so they all get up to the roof. Why do people... Okay, here's a great question. In all scenarios on TV, when people are being chased by somebody, why do they run up to the roof? There's nowhere to go once you're on the roof. You will have to jump off the roof. No, they think about it. They're like, can we make it across? Then they decide not. And I think that's a wise choice. No, you can't make it. (laughs) Sorry. I think Emily could have made it. She should have just been like, bye, bitch. Bye, guys. (laughs) She swims through the air. (laughs) She does a dive, a really far dive. They should just form like a human body bridge and help each other across. Like lobsters. Yeah. Lobsters in a They can fucking do that. A gets up there. Ezra shows up. And Ezra's not A because A shoots Ezra and Ezra does not shoot himself. Um, no, he doesn't shoot himself. And then A jumps over that little gap there and A just barely makes it. Hannah says, Ali, I don't think that's your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Good guess. But maybe it could be Jessica because maybe she's been doing a lot of Pilates. She's come back and she's in real good shape. Maybe the whole time she's been gone, she was at circus school. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything's game at this point. And then Ezra's shot. And honestly, like, I know we've talked about so much how much Ezra's a fucking fool. But I still don't want him to die. Like, I still feel so sad when he's, like, dying. And they're all just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, someone call the police. And, like, he's just, like, shot. Is he going to die? I'm upset. He doesn't die. I know. And Jessica is not A because somebody full up, straight up fucking murders her. So I guess the person who shot Ezra is Shauna. And the Mm. person who kills Jessica is Cece. Or Mona. And they bury her. No. Yeah. In the the Hastings backyard. I know, but this time they dig a deeper grave. (laughs) They're a little bit more skilled now. (laughs) They're like, dig a proper grave for once. Come on, make it rectangular. Don't be be lazy. (laughs) Go all the way down. If you're going to do it, do it right. Six feet, you know what they say. Yeah. So that's a pretty good, that's a succinct recap of season four. Yep. There's just, like, a bit more to be revealed. It's setting up for a crazy season five, that's for sure. And an even crazier season six and an insane season Mm 7A. I know. And then who knows what's going to happen in 7B. We're so excited. Okay. Cannot fucking wait. Okay, let's do our segments. Okay, so... I think the first segment is who died? Who died? Who died? Who 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 died? Who died? Who died? died? Okay, let me me tell you all the people that died. (laughs) It's a lot. I'm not going to remember. Number one, Ian? <laughs> nope. Wait, are you starting from the beginning? Oh, Ian's died. It's like the first season. Oh, true? <laughs> oh, true? Yeah, man. Okay, the pig. The fucking pig died. R.I.P. Wilden died. Wilden dies. He's dead at some point. And yeah. 
now... Jessica De Laurentiis dies. Yeah, and questionably Ezra, but I'm just throwing that out there. He doesn't actually die. Caleb's already dead. Caleb? That's a good point. Caleb's the unsuspecting dead person in this season because he's just, like, already dead. He's Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Already dead. And he sees other dead people. Like that girl who's creepy. Yeah. Lots of people are dead. This is going to be a really good one. Mm Mm-hmm. Best ship. I will go down with this ship. I have something for you for this segment. It is about my favorite ship of season four, Paige and her bike. I found a great piece of fan fiction. Oh, I did not even fucking see this coming. I hope... I wish that you would read it for everybody right okay. now. You've never Who wrote seen... it, though? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna this is on Archive of Our Own. It's by... Sophia KRC. I'm going to email her later on and let her know. Let her know. But I mean, you put it on the internet, so. Yeah. No, we're giving her credit. Guys, just so you know, until I say otherwise, this is all Sophia and credit where credit is due. Ahem. It was obvious from the start that no one could understand me except for her. I tried to move on, knowing it just wouldn't work between us. But even after all these years, these five long, excruciating years, I fall deeper in love with her every day. Emily was a nice distraction. I fooled myself into thinking that it could have worked between us, but now I know that I was lying. All those meaningless declarations of love were lies on both our parts, although probably more of a lie to her than to me. For me, those words meant something at one point. Maybe it still does, but Emily, on the other hand, loves Allison. She possibly loved me back, but when Allison came back, I knew I didn't stand a chance. Emily never once gave me a look as loving as she did to Allison. I should have known from there to give up, but here I am, five years later, just now realizing what a foolish person I once was. Perhaps I still do love Emily. Perhaps a part of me always will, but she can't understand me like my bike can. (laughs) (laughs) My bike, the one who stuck with me through it all. The one who I came home to and took comfort in during the hardest times. She's insanely beautiful, and I couldn't imagine myself with another bike. Its sleekness and hard leather seat provides me with pleasure when I'm riding it throughout the night. I've had my fair share with other girls, but bike easily beats them for the best. It's at night when I truly take pleasure with bike. Sneaking into my bedroom can be hard, especially with bike size, which I admire and not one bit hate. Our favorite go-to spot is an alleyway by this French bakery. This was where we discovered each other, mapped each other's body, experimented and learned with each other. Oh my god. The new leather seat and handlebars were changes I made to maximize our experience. We truly trust each other with our bodies. It was during Emily and I's breakup that I admitted to myself how in love I am with bike. <laughs> the pleasure and love bike provides me is more than what I want. And since Emily does not provide me with enough, perhaps bike is what I need. But am I what bike needs? I need to be bike's oxygen, her, her one thing that she needs in life because she is mine and I wouldn't want it any other way. And scene. <laughs> Thank you, Sophia, for that wonderful journal entry. <laughs> I'm crying because her bike's name is Bike. <laughs> Come up with a name. Paige, come on. Oh, God. That's so fucking funny. That's just gold. <laughs> it's all just gold to me. Oh. 
I'm so happy. I'm so happy. That's beautiful. That so that's was... my that's who I ship in season four. Paige and her bike. Uh yeah. I'm let me just think about who I ship. It's gonna have to be Oh my god. <laughs> it's hard to st- I think we should leave this segment at that. There's no reason to talk about any other relationship. <laughs> who the fuck cares? <laughs> okay. If Paige is as long as Paige and her bike can be together. I'm happy. But the next segment is actually the shitty people Emily dates, which mm. is still Paige. In this, that goes on for longer than I remember, but I guess they're a bit on and off. In the beginning of this uh, season, Paige is uh, her normal kind of thirsty fucking self. Um, wants Emily to move with her to California. Says weird shit to her. We're trying to convince her that it's a good idea. Says, hey, we can get a place and you can decorate it. When has Emily ever fucking talked about interior design as an as an interest or a hobby? Yeah, I agree. Paige is fucking they're, whack. But she agrees to go to Stanford with Paige because she really loves her. Who else does Emily date during season four? Is it just Paige? Like, where's Talia? Is Talia That's coming? later. That's okay. later on. What about she... Sabrina? Is that later, too? I think that already happened. Sabrina's whack. They're all whack. Soon she's going to date Sarah Harvey, and I can't wait to wait, talk no. about that. Okay, at the end of season four, Emily and Paige aren't together anymore. Because Paige is with Bike. Because Paige is with Bike, and Paige gives her an ultimatum or something. Because Allie oh, knows, yeah. Allie knows that, I mean, Spence, I mean, <laughs> Emily knows that Allie's alive. Yeah. Tells Paige because they're in a trusting relationship, and then Paige, and like, then Paige holds that against rats her. her out and holds it against her, so Emily kind of ends it. So, sorry, Paley shippers. Paley. Looks like it's the fucking end of that. Worst actor Oscar goes to. In season four? Yeah. All yeah, just all the whole season. I you want me to do mine? Mm-hmm. Toby. Keenan mm. Allen. Oh my god, this guy. <laughs> I this like he's just what is he? What is he in this what 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 is happening? He's just ever his his every move is not good. Is inexplicable. It is. It's just not I'm not feeling him. Um, what do you like less? His the fact that his mouth is always agape. <laughs> He's just always like I'm pretty sure. Even though he has lines in the show, most of his lines are Spencer. <laughs> I'd say ninety eight percent of the time he's just like Spencer. Spencer. Spence. Spence. Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> he, he doesn't like anything she does. He's always very perturbed. Yeah, but I mean, I love them all so much. I'm not. I, I like. I don't hate Toby. Um, my most worst actor is uh, Shauna. In season four? Is she in? She's in season four. She's in season four. She's the one who's like, who's connected to Allie. And she's like, Emily, she wants to see you. She just is like one dimensional and weird. I don't, I still don't understand what her deal is. Jenna tries to explain it at some point. (laughs) It doesn't make sense seemingly even to her. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to her because it's like obvious that Shauna's like romantically in love with Jenna. Mm -hmm. But like, it doesn't ever come up that Jenna could even possibly care about her that way back. That's so true. So it is very confusing. It's like, oh, she's just like my bitch or something. Like, I don't get it. Like, she's like, oh, she just does a lot of shit for me because she's in love with me. But like, I don't really love her back. Yeah, that's true. So now I feel bad for her. I do see no wonder she's fucking A. Too bad she dies. (laughs) Bitch about to die. I... (laughs) <laughs> um, pretty soon it's gonna happen. So, okay, yeah. here's one. Hannah's rash decision. There are so many during this season. 
I don't know why I'm saying that, but... I liked it. I feel like Hannah's decisions just ramp up through the seasons. Season one, it's like, ah, I'll steal, I'll, uh, I'll crash my boyfriend's car. Season two, I have no recollection of season three, but, like, it just builds and builds and builds. Oh, my God, she does so many things. She fucking destroys the evidence of her mom's muddy shoes. She fucking buries that gun. She takes the gun out of her mom's purse, so she fucking goes looking through her mom's shit, finds the gun that she thinks her mom might have used to kill Wilden. And where does she take it? To a fucking sorority party. And, and tries to bury it in the forest. This is the worst thing Hannah has ever fucking done. I love Hannah so much. I think she's the smartest one of all the girls. But this is unforgivable. And uh, she gets caught. She gets fucking caught. And then she wants to uh, confess. Do you remember this? Yeah, I know. She wants to confess to the murder that she didn't she's commit. Like, I did it. Then Mona beats her to it. That was confusing. Oh, yeah. Mona. <laughs> Mona swoops in. That's how she proves that she's trustworthy. Oh. Because they're all kind of like, are you A still? And it's like, rightfully so. They're confused because yeah. it's like, because is I, she A? I think she might still be A. Yep. I don't know. It's like, really... I think right now she could be A. Yep. That's fair. And, but like, okay, in the season finale, does, Hannah doesn't really do anything too crazy. She eats some cookies. Her first reaction during a time of crisis is to eat cookies. Eat cookies, which is like, you know, the thing that people make fun of her for. And that's sad. And people shouldn't do that. But uh, rash decision wise, she's kind of more just, I think, so shocked about the whole thing mm-hmm. she's almost a little bit more shocked than everyone else she picks up the gun fuck yeah hannah <laughs> bring it back bring it home she's like maggie simpson she picks up the gun points it at a point blank she's like take off your mask and uh it's all like no thanks take that fucking mask off I think I think she should have shot whoever that was. A I mean, does a fake out. Yeah, A's like, I'm gonna do it. Just kidding. I think they should have shot him. Her. Whoever it is. Um and it's Shauna. Is it? So Shauna does yeah. get shot anyway, so it's just Delaying a means to an <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good point. Hannah's the fucking risk taker and she is so like full of just action. Yeah. I love She's it. She's like, see a gun on the floor? Pick it up. Won't be the first time. <laughs> if you see something, say something. And if you say something, do it. Just fucking <laughs> grab that gun. Use it. Love it. Never never stop <laughs> Hannah-ing. Okay. I feel like we've also, like, it's just always, we're always doing a Toby impression. Toby's not even in this episode. Everyone's pretty much absent from this episode, except, maybe this is telling, but except the Hastings, mm-hmm. the Five Liars, mm-hmm. Jessica DeLorenz, <laughs> yep, that one. Cece, yep. Noel Kahn. Okay, yeah, so it's that's pretty interesting because we don't see other people. Like, Toby's not in this episode. He's just doing whatever Toby's doing. Caleb's Ravenswood dead guy. So, I don't know. It's like there's nobody really around and there's no... But there's plenty of Toby to go around in this season. He's just, like, all up and everywhere. He's ridiculous. He's not a cop yet, though. <laughs> not yet. It's gonna happen, and that's but gonna make soon. this segment great. Okay. And lastly, we have to guess who's A. Everyone! If Noel Khan wasn't party. already beheaded... I would look closer into that. Yeah, Noel Kahn's role is still unexplained. New new idea. What if Peter Hastings is A? I'll think about Thanks. that, but... Thank you. You could be onto something. Who do you think is A, then? 
Arya. If she loves Ezra, why does she want A to shoot him, her minion A? I don't think she does. I think she's like a little bit out of control and she's like a big imagination and mm. she doesn't want Ezra to die, but I think maybe Ezra's involved too. Somehow they're like in it together. I think that's true. Yeah. And I have no real reason to think I that. Know. Other than Ezra's fucking sketchy. He has like a very elaborate system of spying on people. Arya seems like this was a thread on Reddit that I was kind of following and it was like, who do you think has had it worst by A and who do you mm-hmm. think has had it easiest by A? And people were saying kind of like maybe Emily, Hannah, like Hannah has like a lot of crazy fucking shit happen to her. Like yep. her mom gets arrested, her fucking, all this shit happens. Mm-hmm. And Emily has a lot of bad things happen to her as well. And she really doesn't deserve it. Like Emily is just like this fucking clueless babe going through life, just trying to like go to university maybe. And A yeah. is just interrupting everything. She wants to be a fucking swimmer. But I think that objectively everyone can say that Arya has had it pretty good. She's had it pretty good, pretty but light. she's got a big imagination. Her and Ezra are both writers. Yeah. Therefore, they're looking for a story, and they're coming up with a bunch of weird shit. Um, so, I don't know. I think that's still a possibility, and, like, we still don't know fully, although the A we're dealing with right now is Cece. That's right. Cece is red coat. She's big A. But she's not uber A. She's not uber A. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Well, next week, season five. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Two Can Keep a Secret. Please let us know if you have any unanswered questions. You can contact us on Instagram, Facebook, and you can email us. shoes 2 at gmail.com. Starting April 18th, when the new season airs, we'll be reviewing every new episode. So stay tuned for more. And until next time, I'm Christina. And I'm Alex. And we're Poor Shoes. shoes.